morning, everyone. Welcome to the Impossible Radio Show with your girl, Lady J. So, I know it's been a long time, um, a very long time since I have been on air. Um, <laughs> but, of course, as you all know and as can see, um, I have had a million and one things going on. So, um, I have a lot of responsibilities. Sorry, y'all. That's my cup. Had a lot of responsibilities, have a lot of responsibilities, um, running several companies. So with that being said, um, for those of you who don't know, the Impossible Radio Show is all about people with um, stories that seemed impossible, overcome the impossible, that overcame the impossible and have now, uh, are, are now living lives that are very much possible knowing that there is purpose in your pain. <clears throat> and, uh, sometimes we do fun shows. So, but this month we're going to kick it off, uh, the comeback with honoring all mothers. So grandmothers, godmothers, birth mothers, foster mothers, adoptive mothers, um, because this is, of course, the month of Mother's Day. So we're going to do it all month long. And our first week, we're going to be talking about grandmothers. Now, for those of you who don't know, um, I am a product of an amazing, amazing, amazing grandmother um, of whom I lost. Uh, it doesn't seem like it's been a little over a year, but it has whom I lost at the towards the end of 2017 so um she was more of a mother to me and um I wanted to do a show where I had different guests come on and talk about um whatever type of mother we're gonna touch on so um so that they can share their stories too my grandmother was there for everything she did not miss a beat um she never missed anything we talked every day um, just about, I, uh, picked her up a lot. We spent a lot of time together. Most kids are playing with their friends while I did that. I was with her more. So she was my best friend. She was my soulmate and I do miss her dearly. So, um, her name was Vernita Holmes and I find myself still talking about her, uh, in the present tense <laughs> still. Um, but with that being said, we have two special guests today. None other than Miss Shanita Boyer. You all know her from, uh, the ego magazine. So she, writes our finance portion in the ego magazine and um php agency and shanita boyer um and associates is her company so um she's going to talk a little bit a little bit about her grandmother and then we're going to actually hear from a grandmother who is a very good friend of mine who almost lost her life last year spent some time in a coma and she um woke up to um, some beautiful grandbaby twins. So we're going to hear from her, Miss Danielle Norris, uh, a little later in the show. So welcome, Shanita. Good morning. Thank you for having me on the show, Lady J. Uh, no problem. No problem. So um, do you want to tell everyone a little bit about yourself and then kind of go into um, who your grandmother is or was? director with a company called PHP Agency, People Helping People, and exactly what the name is is exactly what I love to do. I love helping people. Um, I love people's financial literacy, mm -hmm. um, educating those in the workforce, children, and even seniors, um, how um, 
money works and, and how to find solutions to uh, meet their financial goals. So I absolutely love that. And um, I've just been on a journey lately, uh, building my business and equipping more people to be able to do what I do on a part-time or full-time basis, no matter what their background is, because everybody can insert some financial literacy in their lives to be able to empower themselves, right? Mm -hmm. So I absolutely love that. Um, And then, wonderful story, my grandmother is the one who really empowered me to um, take charge of my finances at a very young age. I had been in sales uh, since I was a teenager. I had a child young, so as soon as I went into the workforce, um, customer service and sales is is what I had been doing. And uh, my mom passed at, um, when I was 18, my mom was 37, and my grandmother took over right then and there. She completely took over into my womanhood. It's almost like God knows exactly what you need when you need it. Mm -hmm. And so um, describing... Your grandmother is identical to my grandmother. My grandmother was my best friend. She was my soulmate. We talked every day. She taught me about finances. Um, She said one of the golden rule, and I teach it to my clients, is that your name is better than gold. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, paying your bills on time and, and being a steward of your finances says a lot about you and your character. And so I bought a house at 19. And by the age of 22, I was an investor. I had three rental properties. And my grandmother always used to tell me, she said, baby, don't count your ducks before they hatch. You know, she never wanted me to, you know, spin ahead. And uh, she was old school, very, very old school. And uh, she was just a wonderful person inside and out. Um, she helped me build my credit up and um, really put me in a position to where I had um, – afforded a lot of things at a very young age because she just taught me some principles um, about finances and money. And uh, she was absolutely everything to me. We talked every day. Just like you said, instead of you, you know, going out and doing certain things, even though you did those things, I enjoyed being with my grandmother more. She Mm -hmm. absolutely spoiled me. It wasn't nothing that she wouldn't do for me. And my Mm -hmm. aunties, which are her sisters, uh, they are all rest in heaven, they're all in heaven, um, they would tease her. They would be like, oh, when Shanita come around, you can get up and make coffee. When Shanita come around, you can get up and make waffles. And so that was our thing. Our morning ritual was, you know, reading our word, having a cup of coffee, and if I came over, uh, it was waffles. So I was absolutely spoiled, Lady J. I know exactly how you feel about your grandmother. Uh, she passed away, my grandmother passed away in 2011. And I tell this story Quite often, I use it in the field um, with clients and clientele and even um, prospects, people who I I want to appeal to. Because even though she taught me about finances um, and she had insurance on all her children and all of them preceded her except one, she buried them all except one, she didn't have enough when it was time to bury her. And it really broke my heart because when I tell you this lady was so rich, she had unconditional love like nobody that I knew. And um, I just know that if somebody would have sat down with her and educated her and, and really um, broke things down to her on another level, that she would have been able to uh, leave a better legacy. 
But she did leave a legacy, 100%. Um, just like your grandmother left with you, Lady J, I believe 100% you are the woman that you are today because of your grandmother. And I can absolutely say, you know, I am the woman I am today because of my grandmother. She took over and she prayed for me. And her remedy was the word of God. And she wasn't fake with it at all. Like, she lived it. She lived it through love. Like unconditional love. I am super, super grateful. Grandmothers, I say grandmothers are gifts wrapped up from God, are ready to, to serve you at the right time. So it was absolutely a privilege to know Carrie Loretta Booyer, um, who married a sailor man, and uh, he was her, her first, and she married him, and it was it's just a, a wonderful journey to uh, know my grandmother's story and just to know um, the heart and the passion that she had for people. She absolutely loved people. She absolutely loved serving God. And she was my best friend. So I absolutely love that. Um, so I'm going to ask you a question, but before I do, I want to say that um, uh, you are absolutely right. Um, without my grandmother, I mean, there is a seed that grandmothers plant Um that somehow run deeper than any seed that your that your parents plant. <laughs> so, um, with my grandmother, I remember getting up, um, and if I get emotional, y'all gonna have to excuse me because I have not fully grieved my grandmother. I really haven't. I, it's kind of like um, you pick up the pieces and go on. I literally had a meltdown that day, but I was there when she when she passed, and I stayed with her body. Um, so it's it's still pretty fresh. She hasn't been gone long, um, but. When I, I remember being a little girl and um, I spent most of my time with her, I wasn't even with my parents a lot. My father left when I was, well, my mother left my father when I was five. And so he was out of the picture. And then um, when you are, um, and before I, let me put this disclaimer out there. Um, for those of you who know my story and know me or part of my story, um, I love my mother. Um, she is the woman who gave me life. Um, she did, I did get some of the things that, um, have been instilled in me and some of my characteristics and stuff from her. Um, even though we are not in relationship and even though, um, her, I will say her, um, her life's experiences kept her from being a, a great mother or a good mother. Um, I still do love my mother. I hold no animosity towards her, but I have to always be 100% real and transparent. So, um, in the absence of my mother, um, in, feeling thrown away um one thing that kept me was and through every mistake that I made um and things that happened to me throughout my childhood was the teachings of my grandmother when it came to um the word um so I remember being a little girl sitting at the dining room table and I kid y'all not from the time that I was able to <laughs> to re recognize that she was my grandmother to the time that she passed, I never ever saw my grandmother not get up in the morning at probably like five or six a.m. Um, maybe a little bit later on Saturdays um, and kneel at the side of her bedside and pray every single morning and every single night. And then right after that, she would go into the bathroom, get herself together come out um and then she would sit at the table and read her word every she would read at least one or two chapters every I think she probably read the book I know maybe 300 times in her whole life from front to cover front to back um 
and then she would get up and make breakfast. That was her routine every single day, even on Sunday mornings before church, every single day. And um, I remember when I was old enough to speak, I would ask her questions. She would read to me before in, until I was able to read. And then I would read with her. I would ask her questions about the word, about the Bible. And she would tell me different things like God loves you and Quita, you're going to do. And that's, that was her nickname. That was my nickname for my family. So she was like, Quita, you, you're going to do um, some amazing things. And God is, you know, God is, God is, God is, God is. Um, she would, she instilled that in me so much that there's no way that I would have made it through the traumas and the abuse and the, all the mistakes and stuff that I made if I did not get that seed that early and constantly all the time. So, um, I want to ask, what is it about your grandmother or what was it about your grandmother? That is that one thing that is, um, I will say embedded deeply that has um, carried you throughout your lifetime, no matter what you have experienced or gone through. Yeah. That one thing is identical to yours. A hundred percent identical. Um, that she taught me um, the reference to the word of God, how to trust God that it used to frustrate me because, you know, when you're a young adult and somebody brings you solutions from the Bible, you're like, mom, you know, how does that relate to my baby daddy doing X, Y, Z, right? And she was like, she was like, it does relate. Let me tell you why. And, you know, she would break it down to me how it relates and, this, and to trust God. And that's what she showed me. She took me to the word. And every time there was a problem, she found a scripture. And she found that scripture and she prayed that scripture for me. And I still was frustrated because I'm just like, Ma, that's not giving me the answer. But it did. It absolutely did, and it absolutely has stayed with me, and that's my go-to. That's my foundation, and she just taught me how to have peace. She, I never saw her rowdy. I never saw her come out of her, um, you know, come out of her the, the calm vibration that she needed to stay in. Even if she was, whatever it was, she, she kept that thing calm, and she trusted God, and if it wasn't for her prayers, and if it wasn't for her belief in me, because she believed in me unconditionally. My grandmother never uttered one negative thing about me, ever. I was able to tell her my flaws. I was able to tell her things I had done. And she never judged me. I never, I've never known a love like this, ever. Yes, yes. On, on the planet Earth, <laughs> I have never found an unconditional love like this in anyone. And I just know that that's a rare gem, a rare gift. And she gave that seed to me. And now I'm able to pass that on. I'm not able to love as quite as beautiful as she is, mm-hmm. does. It's because I, I still use it as a right now term because I still feel that love. I still have that seed to where um, no matter what anybody else thinks or anybody else feels, I know my grandmother, um, you know, approval of me mm-hmm. was like, God's approval. It was like stamped and approved from God. She just showed me God's unconditional love. So that seed is what's planted in me, and it'll never go away. As a matter of fact, I, you know, my prayer is that it it branches off to other people's lives because she affected everybody's life. Like she just didn't love me; she loved everybody. But right. I thought that you know I was super special. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and I believe I was, but uh-huh. um, because I would be teased, you know, by family members like you know. She loved everybody, but she did it in such a way where it was unique to them. 
so um i i do i get that and i was the favorite out of uh i'll say probably 40 something grandchildren at the time i know it's probably close it's close to 90 something of us so she has not she had nine children that made it all the way to adulthood and then of course they had multiplication she was a great great grandmother before she died and so of course all everybody has multiple kids like between just me and my two sisters we have 11 children so imagine that multiplied times nine (laughs) times nine times nine so um it was never a dull moment but I was the only one um when I say um when I look back on she 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 was you know we all don't we don't get to pick and choose our biological families so um I had a very very uh traumatizing emotionally and physically and sexually childhood so um she was the only one that loved me inconsistently she was the only one that did not harm me abuse me that didn't speak negative you know Lee about me she was the only one that I felt really connected to like I belonged with like I've always gone through life feeling a sense of not belonging somewhere so um especially when it came to family because to me family is more than just being tied to a bloodline so um she would always encourage me um and I I went through so much turmoil as far as relationships were concerned and I'm not talking about just romantic relationships I'm talking about relationships period you know people have used me over and over again and I'm looking for love in all the wrong places trying to find somewhere to fit and you know before she died um our last um I'll say maybe not our very last conversation but um one of our last conversations she told me you know Queen, I just want you to be happy so um her her unconditional love for me like I have been looking for that in men and friends and uh a mother figure and so because once she was gone that was it so I feel disconnected if you will so she was um she was uh, the only one she kept like every award every paper newspaper clipping every I remember (laughs) y'all she lived in the same house from the time I was born till uh probably my 20s um she lived in that house and finished raising her kids she lived in there for a very long time um before she went to assisted living and then afterwards moved with one of her kids so um at five years old I made a (laughs) I made a picture of a fireman okay I drew a picture man of a fireman in crayon and put in case of emergency call now or in case of fire call 911 and she posted it on the hallway wall at five years old do you know that picture never left until I was an adult until she left the house when I say she kept when I say she was my best friend she was my soulmate let me tell you <laughs> I mean it was it, it it just means so much to me and so even now when I'm going through different things and right now I'm in an, an emotional not turmoil but an emotional uh place in my life right now where I'm dealing with some things behind the scenes that you all can't see and she's not here so I don't have anybody to like really you know what I'm saying go to <laughs> or what so it it is um your grandmother she is like the foundation of she's the foundation of everything of who you are because she birthed your mother you know what I'm saying so um and then one thing that I that I absolutely loved about her is that um, before she left this earth, anything that 
she had done or her children felt that she had done or didn't do whatever she was woman enough to apologize for that now whether or not they accepted it whether or not they accepted it um that she did her best and that she and that she tried to make um amends for um anything that she may have have done and I, I I will say that she was not treated very good, you know, fairly by by her children. But because um, there's a lot of there, there's something about having to deal with your demons of the past that a lot of us just don't want to do, you know. Um, so she released herself from from that. And so she would try to tell me to make amends with my mother. And um, but that only works when both parties are involved. So, um, so, um, I, I can appreciate her for that because we know too many times too, too often parents don't feel like they owe their children an apology or they don't feel like they have to, you know what I'm saying? Change or, uh, address something or especially in African-American families, you know, we just want to move on. We just want to sweep stuff under the rug and move on. So, um, I can appreciate that about her. And um, before we take our uh, our first break, um, I want to ask you, um, Shanita, if you could share, I'll say, two things with anybody that maybe ha- is has lost their mother or grandmother for this Mother's Day, because this will be the first, this will be the second Mother's Day that I don't have her, and so I can't buy a gift for or anything. But um, I think last Mother's Day, I went to call her, and I forgot that she was dead. And on her birthday, too. So me and her shared the same birthday month. And that month was extremely hard for me last year. Oh, my God. I think I cried for, like, three days. But <laughs> but um, if you could think of two things that your grandmother uh, used to say. Um, one, something that is encouraging or um maybe wise that you could share with someone else and then one that's funny so um I, my grandmother was a comedian I will say that she <laughs> she was a comedian okay uh, I remember um <laughs> I remember um when I was a kid I was probably a preteen and I you know remember we used to wear those windbreaker pants back in the day <laughs> um that made the sound when you walked <laughs> so I remember I had some like teal blue ones and I was a bit of a tomboy so I was really baggy and I came got in the shower and stuff and I came out or tub and came out with them on and stuff and she was like girl if you don't go take that trash bag off I was like <laughs> I was like really grandma <laughs> she was hilarious <laughs> And the other thing that I would say that she instilled in me that you really, really, really don't understand until you get older is do unto others as you would have them do unto you. But then she would always then she would always say, even if they don't do you, uh, even if they don't do you right. So I never understood that until I got older and I found myself not being able to cut people off or not being able to say no and still giving people the benefit of the doubt. But other factors in my life played a role in that too. So those were the two main things. She was funny. I could tell y'all a million things she used to say that was funny. Um, uh, but <laughs> that was the one thing that stuck with me and which is why I am the way I am. So um, if you could share two things before we go on break, um, where would those be? 
Yeah, I, yeah. My my grandmother had quite the sense of humor as well. We we all loved to laugh and we would crack up. Okay, I absolutely loved to be in her presence because we would we would definitely laugh. She would make these faces and um, the encouraging thing she would say. She just she said she always would say, "You just keep living." Like, if I didn't understand mm-hmm. something or, you know, if, if I thought on the contrary of something or, you know, um, even this too shall pass, her too was, you just keep on living. Mm-hmm. Because life will show you. Life will reveal to you the answer. Time will do it. And that was her favorite thing. You just keep on living. And so I tell people that now. And I would encourage anybody who lost their mother and lost their grandmother and, and the, the women dear to them in their lives, you just keep on living. Because they live through you. Right. And they're able to express themselves through you, which is um the wonderful thing I love about God because his, his, he gets to express himself through us individually, um, through us, through our personalities. And so part of who you are is part of who, you know, your mother and your grandmother and those who planted those seeds in you uh, or around you the part of your environment. And so you just keep on living so that the world can see who your grandmother was or who your mom was or who that special woman in your life was because you are a reflection of them. Right. And so that would be the one advice. And the second one, uh, I don't know if I can say it on air. She, she, she would say, I would, I would say it in a different way. She would say ninja and fly. I don't know which one I can't, I could, I despise ninja or fly. <laughs> and that would be her description to something that was just like, you know what? That right there is, you know, um, I don't know which one I can't stand the most. So I find myself saying it all the time. Ninja and flies, you know. Right. And if she described a person, described a thing, or described something she saw, that's that's her description. Ninja and flies. She don't know which one she despises the most, and she would usually click flies over ninjas. It would be hilarious. She would just hit that cue at the right time, right? Right. <laughs> and just say it at the right time, and and we would crack up, we would bust up, and then. I just love to make her laugh. I love to put her in tear mode. You know what I'm saying? When she's laughing so hard. Mm -hmm. And that was usually about her grandkids. Like, Mm -hmm. tell a story about something the grandkids did. Mm -hmm. Um, Because much like what you Mm -hmm. said, you know, my grandmother grandmother had uh, six children, two twins, and all of them preceded her except one. So I believe she lived with a lot of heartache. But she had a lot of laughter and a lot of fun because of her grandchildren and her great-grandchildren, especially the great-grandchildren. Oh, she had stories for days. And that's what made her happy. That's what made her sunshine just telling stories about these great-grandbabies was her highlight. So if I can encourage anybody, just keep on living so that they can look through you. Awesome. Awesome. Um... So we're going to take our first break and Shanita, I definitely thank you for calling in. For those of you who are listening via Facebook Live, um, please go hop on the JQLM radio app. If you're an Android user, if you are an Android or Apple user, you can also tune in via the TuneIn radio app. 
Just search for JQLM Radio there. You can listen from our Facebook page. Just go to JQLM Radio's Facebook page and click on the Use App button, and you can listen in right from there. Or you can listen from our website at www.egoentertainmentnet.com. So before we go to break, I want you all to go like, follow, and share JQLM Radio anyway and Ego Entertainment and the Impossible Radio Show. So the Impossible Radio uh, is on instagram and twitter i believe um also facebook so go like follow and share that um also um what else i'll I'll give announcements uh towards the end of the show but um shanita i want to thank you so much for calling in um and sharing your story about your grandmother um because it is very important that we honor them not just once a once a year but um every day because they are um a a huge part of who we are so um i I thank you so much for um for sharing that and we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back so stick and stay this is the i'm possible radio show with your girl lady j i know it's been a while but i need y'all to go hop on those those apps so y'all know listen i'm coming for the number one spot it's my station and i'm i'm way behind so uh um but shout out to all my producers man they are super dope and thank you all who who text who email our who email us who um send us inboxes about the content that you hear and the um on the shows and the and the music um we really truly appreciate it we are who we are because of you and if you are interested in being a part of the ego entertainment platform the fastest um growing and largest multi-medium independent black owned platform in the midwest and y'all get at us go to www.egoentertainmentnet.com all right as they say we taking over for the nine for the nine nine but we taking over for the 19 so (laughs) so this is your girl lady j stick and stay we'll be right back
try to try to hold me down. Nah, nah. Don't go try to try to hold me down. Nah. Hey. Another one, another make one. a way. One ain't enough, I need two. And that I mix the ace with the deuce. Hit a triple double in the garden. I got my left wrist like I'm hardened. Switch. Ran to the dealer, boy, twin Mercedes. The European trucks for the twin babies. Don't let me have a son, I'm a fool. Send them to school and all my truths. I want a boy and girl to fight for truth. Whatever God give me, I'm cool. I've been winning so long, it's like alchemy. I've been playing cards with the house money. 21 Grammys, I'm a savage, 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 savage. 21 Grammys, I'm a savage, 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 savage. I shoot. Even where I'm with I would, I would, I would. 12 solo albums all platinum. I know y'all ain't out here talking numbers, right? The Dirty 30's on. It's in your computer, your tablet, or your iPhone. The Dirty 30's here. Jacob Alexander serving it up with no fear. And we are back. This is your girl, Lady J. And again, you are tuned in to the Impossible Radio Show. So, um, shout out to our first guest, Miss Shanita Boyer, for sharing her story about her grandmother. And now I have a very good friend of mine, this beauty, Miss Danielle Norris. Um, <clears throat> she is a grandmother herself. So we get to hear from a grandmother. Um, and of course, I'm pretty sure she had had or has a grandmother as well, just like we all do. Um, excuse me. And we want to talk to her a little bit about what it's like to be a grandmother. Um, how does she differ from her grandmother and how she deals with her grandkids? Um, and um, I'm going to let her tell you a little bit more about herself. She is a poet. Um, she does um, therapy. Um, so uh, Danielle, you work mostly with youth or, or adults. Wide variety uh, that I work with, so I, I work with both. Right now, my caseload consists of a lot of teenagers, um, but I do have some adults on my caseload as well. Okay, and she is a mother of two. So, um, without further ado, Danielle, um, introduce yourself. Tell everyone a little bit about yourself, and then um, tell us a little bit about what your grandmother was like first. Okay, great. So I am Danielle Norris, a.k.a. The Butterfly. Um, I am, like uh, Lady J said, I am a therapist. Um, I have done individual therapy, family therapy. Um, I'm a cognitive behavioral therapist. Uh, right now, I'm focusing just on the behavior therapy aspect of it. Um, so that is what I do by profession, but what I, and that is what I love to do. Um, but I also, like she said, I am a, a poet, I am a writer, I am, I, um, I've done acting, I've done several local plays, um, I, I do Mary Kay, I sell paparazzi jewelry, I do a little bit of everything, but the number one thing I love, love, love to do and love being is a mother and a grandmother. Um, I have two beautiful grandchildren, a set of twin boys, they are 18 months. Um, and I'm so blessed that we are five generations deep, y'all. My grandmother is still alive and well and kicking. Um, there's my mother, there's myself, there's my daughter, and then my grandchildren. 
So it is um, it is a blessing, definitely a blessing, to um, to be a part of this uh, generational tribe that we got going on. Um, but to be a grandmother, I think is the greatest, greatest gift, one of the greatest gifts that God has given us um, that has allowed me to be. Um, when I think about my grandmother, uh, she is 75 years old, and um, she's been such a blessing and a guide um, to who I am and who I aspire to become. Um, she's always, she's taught me how to carry myself as a woman. And then, um, just if I could be just a bit of a grandmother, like she has been to me, I'll, I'll be so ever so grateful. Um, because she is, she is an amazing woman, her strength and her determination, her perseverance, her resilience. I, I think I've inherited just a little bit of that and that has, um, guided me. To become the woman that I am today. Awesome. Okay. So tell us um, about your relationship with your grandchildren. How does it differ from your relationship with your grandmother? Because we all know. Listen, I look at <laughs> I look at these grandmothers today. I feel like people get soft when they become grandparents because when they. <laughs> Cause when they have kids, wait, when they have kids, they will beat the brakes off of you. Okay. Grandkids can get away with anything, but I will say my grandmother wasn't like that. She was old school. She a pop you. She loved you, but she a pop you anyway. She loves you. She gave me the world. She was, she spoiled me, but at the same time, she still got me together. Um, and my kid's grandmother on their dad's side, my older two. Oh my God. She can't stand to hear them cry. If they cry from, from the time that they were kids, I, uh they will give in like i'm like what what is going on here you know <laughs> so tell me how it differs how does it differ from uh your grandkids to your kids and how you treat them and is it the same as your relationship with your grandmother um i hope i hope and pray um that it is the same type of relationship that i have with my grandmother my grandmother's type that uh, we have the type of relationship that we could talk on. The, we can call each other. We can talk on the phone for hours. Um, when I was little, she was a pick you up, take you to the park type granny. Um, a Sunday meal is going to be at her house type granny. And I want to carry on those type of traditions with my children, with my grandchildren. Now, how it differs, grandkids just got a way. They just got a different kind of way. And you don't have to be as hard on them. Now, I will get my grandkids. I will get them legs um, if need be. But um, you don't have to be as hard on the grandkids because you're hard on the kids because you don't know how this stuff is going to work out. You know what I'm saying? You just don't know what's going to happen. So you just are maybe a little overprotective. You might be harder on them. You might, you know, just be more strict or whatever. But with the grandkids, this is your chance to see that, oh, okay stuff do work out and you know I don't gotta, you don't have to be all this you get to be a second time around parent almost uh -huh. um so you don't have to you know for certainty that all this stuff you got a little experience behind your belt now so you don't gotta be as hard you don't gotta do all that stressing um and you just know that it's gonna work everything is gonna be all good so it's a it's a great feeling it's a great great feeling um yeah Okay, so 
Um, so what you're saying is the difference in raising your kids and being a grandparent is, uh, the, the, the level of assurance that they're going to be okay is, is decreased when you have grandkids. Is that what you're saying? Uh, I ain't gonna say that, but I'm just gonna say that everything in the long run is gonna be fine, that everything is gonna work out. I think as a parent, and I was a young parent, I just didn't have a clue of what I was doing. And so my kids had to learn along the way. We just kind of learned this thing together. But as a grandparent, now I can sit back and, yeah, I have a, a less, yeah, yeah have more surety that it's, it's gonna be all good you just gotta trust that um trusting god for me um and then trust that my children are gonna do the right thing um and that the grandbabies are gonna be okay so it's just you know it's just experience so um okay the next question then i want to ask is does your children or i say does your daughter because they are the um children of her beautiful daughter um does your daughter feel the way that most people feel like dang mama used to whoop me when i would do blah 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 blah. oh yeah 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 (laughs) she definitely she definitely does think that um and like i said i was a young parent and i didn't have as much patience as i do now Uh um when and then i think that we we do what we are taught what we know and so uh when i was young i got whoopings and you know that's what i in turn deal with my daughter but now i'm at a different space in my life and i don't feel like i gotta do i don't gotta go to whoopings straight that's not my number one go-to right right um Mm -hmm. we got some other things that we're gonna try out now i will like i said get them legs if need be but we're going to go through some other things uh, before. But my daughter definitely feels like that. She's like, Mama, you just need to whoop that butt. I'm like, nah. <laughs> Maybe, you know, if, if need be. But if we can get around the butt whoopings, then we will. Right. So um, tell me, what is one of the lessons that your grandmother, or one of the seeds that is deeply embedded in you that she planted, that you carry in, that you have been able to carry through life, no matter what situation you has you have been in, um, probably keeping the faith, just staying um, faithful, just thinking, you know, just trusting in God mm-hmm. and just being faithful. Um, that that is that 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 is what is going to carry me through, and that that is where all of my strength comes from. Right. Um, and I think that, that that is something that I carry and that has what's gotten me through a lot of uh, just life, period. And yeah. and since you and since you said that, um, uh, I can't remember if your grandchildren were born when you were in the hospital, were already born by the time you were in the hospital last year or not. Um, no, they were, I was in a, last year, when they were born, I was in a coma. Right, okay. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so, speaking on keeping the faith. Um, because I was telling Shanita and all of our listeners, um, when me and her were talking that the one thing that has carried, been able to carry me through life, no matter what mistake I made, no matter what trauma I endured, abuse or anything, um, is that she 
instilled the word so deeply in me from the time that I could speak to, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> till I shoot, till adulthood. I mean, t- and before till she passed. So, um, and that has kept me. Um, so when you were in a coma um, last year, um, coming out of that, I know it was frustrating learning how to do everything all over again. So oh, yeah. um, tell me how or if your grandmother's um, words or encouragement resonated with you in that and knowing that you had grandchildren when you came out of the coma. Like, how, do, how was that? How did you feel? Um, so when I went into the coma, my, um, my, um, my daughter was five months pregnant. So she had them one month after I went into the coma. Um, and so when I woke up, she had given birth and they were in ICU. Um, I had came to the realization that I had been in a coma. It was a rough, it was, it was rough. It was really, really rough. Um, but I am so blessed and so fortunate that my grandmother would come to the hospital um, to see me um, whenever she could, pray, prayed over me. Um, and even once I was released from the hospital, um, taking me back and forth to my doctor's appointment, my grandparents, my both my grandmother and my grandfather, they took me to my doctor's appointment. I had to have 27 procedures after waking up from the coma. And they took me back and forth to a lot of my procedures, but my, my mom did as well. Um, but it was in them in them drives to the to the hospital and in the hospital rooms that my grandmother would just constantly remind me that uh, God has brought me through and He didn't bring me through this far to let me go. And um, I just those are the words that I held on to. And it was some dark, dark, dark times. You know, I had to learn how to walk and talk all over again. Uh-huh. And um, I, had to, I even had to learn how to eat all over again. Like, start off on just liquids and, like, baby food and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And it was a rough, it was rough. And um, in those rough times, all I could hear was my grandmother's voice, you know, telling me that God's got me. And uh, if he brung me to it, he's going to bring me through it. And if he brung me through the coma then it was nothing else that it was I, I it was no way it was no other way to go but up right right and, right and higher and higher from that point and so since then that's all i've been trying to do and i, and I hold on to those words and in everything and i try to uh to instill those words into my daughter and hopefully she is instilling them into uh, my grandchildren mm-hmm. As, as well as I am when I see them, on the, you know, whenever we're together and even when we're not. Right. I'm praying for them, praying over them, praying with them. So uh, that's how you keep that, that thing going. Right. Now, that's a, a unique situation. I know most of us end up taking care of our grandparents, you know, and when they get older, as we get older as well. Um, but it says something for your grandparents to be taking care of a grandparent. <laughs> So uh, that's a, yes. you know, saying that's a, a unique situation and a blessing all in, in itself. Um, I know my grandmother, she lived to be 93 years old before she passed. So she did live a long and um, fulfilling life. Um, she never drove, but she got everywhere she wanted to go. <laughs> uh, I will say that and most in part um, as when I was an adult, that's why she got around. 
but um, and then a couple of our other you know cousins or every now and again would go and uh, pick her up. And when I was a kid, oh, she got around to where she wanted to go. So um, and <laughs> so if you could um, think about one thing, one or two things that um, that you could leave with the listeners um, that your grandmother. Um, has done or said what is the the one thing that stands out the most um to encourage somebody else that um and knowing this season a lot of us don't have our grandmothers with us during this mother's day season um or maybe our grandmothers are sick um or they may still be here but um what encouraging word would you give to someone that um is dealing with that or who may be getting ready to become a grandmother um Oh my goodness. I, I feel like I'm still in grandmother training and I'm <laughs> trained by the best um, between my mother and my, my own very grandmother. But um, my grandmother just tells me, don't give up. Don't give up on them kids. That's what she tells me. It's a lot of times where I want to give up. Um, just not really give up, but I just get so frustrated with the ways of the world and just everything that's going on. And she said, baby, don't give up. Mm-hmm. You gotta keep on loving them. Keep right, on right. loving them. Keep on loving them. Despite it, despite it all, just right. keep on loving them and be there for your, be there for them babies. Just be there for them. And I'm a young grandmother, so I'm like, oh Lord, <laughs> you know, it's, I love being a grandmother, but I, I gotta see what kind of grandmother I'm gonna be. Um, but uh, through it all, I try to hold on to just being there for them and keep on loving them. Keep on loving them. Um, I think they say love conquers all. Oh yeah, so, oh yeah. Now, if you I, keep on, yes, I, if you keep on loving them and keep on loving them, that's all. That's all we can do. Just, just teach them love and be loved. Oh yeah. Now I have to ask because mm-hmm. nowadays a lot of people don't like to be called. A lot of women don't like to be called grandma, but grandma has a, it has a certain authority and a certain. Um, reverence and uh mm-hmm. and a um and a certain strength about it so yes. um i mean there's nothing else like being called grandma you know or or grandmother or you know yes. what I'm saying? so yes. um most people want to be called nana or or what they call glammy or a, uh-huh. you know a bunch of other names so i have to ask what do you have your grandchildren call you it is crazy my grandchildren call me baby <laughs> baby that is what they call me they call me baby my grandmother her name is baby Dow. Uh-huh. um that that's her name she was born on christmas day that's her name baby Dow. and um but when i came home from the hospital with my me and my grandbabies came home like weeks apart from each other uh-huh. and we were all my daughter's babies because she had to take care of all of us once i came home from the hospital from the coma uh-huh. um so she quite affectious, affectuously called us all the babies. She was she said, she would answer and say, "I'm just taking care of the babies," and um, I don't know why my grandbabies have just they call me babies. They call me baby. They call me bee fly. I I don't mind being called granny or grandma. I think that's a grandmother. I love that. That is like the highest. That, that's like the highest calling. A mother is a, you know, you're a life bearer. You, you bring for life. So right. to be a grandmother, that is a double, a double blessing. Oh, yeah. Um, so I don't mind being called 
just just they can call me anything. They can call me anything. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> they call me baby or be fly. Um, but I I I would love for them to call me grandmother. I think that's one of the highest callings. Oh, yeah, awesome, awesome. I have to ask because, I, like I said, I, I just think that's there's a certain reverence that in that that's not in that's not in those other names. So, um, <clears throat> um, well, I want to say thank you. We have about three and a half minutes left in the show. Thank you so much for calling in, Danielle, and sharing oh, your story. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. Always a pleasure. Um, you you all be hearing more from Miss Danielle. So, real quick, um announcements um so i have been posting about i survived suicide we started taping for the movie um last week um danielle is actually one of those stories as well so you all will be hearing more about that um i will be on now since the taping has since the taping has started i'll be on on fridays um giving you all tidbits of real raw talk so um i will say you can have your teenagers listen but please be uh, forewarned as I will post before I post anything um, that it will be explicit in nature so um, but because we are um, on a mission to um, be a light and encourage and help those who are battling that because we know it's at an all-time high and the um, individuals that are committing suicide are becoming younger and younger every day so um, also with that being said, um, I cannot wait. Um, we're only a couple of weeks away from the full launch of the Ego TV channel on Roku. So um, it uh, has definitely been a journey. Um, JQLM Radio and really the Ego Entertainment Platform. Um, we are the uh, marketing and event manager for um, a very prominent um entertainment company here in the city um dealing with the stars so you will see a lot of us um out and about um mingling um with those who are vets in the industry um uh world renowned and known um and for those of you who are tuning in to the uh, stations, JQLM Radio, we thank you. We appreciate you. And those of you who have subscribed to the Ego Magazine, thank you so much. Those of you who are ordering your own digital copies and paper copies, thank you so much. We uh, absolutely love that you are enjoying the content. It is, it is a magazine unlike any other. So if you have not done so, please go to www.egoentertainmentnet.com and subscribe there now. It is free to subscribe, okay? Um, and I think that's pretty much all I have for right now. Oh, Business of Anger Center. So if you um, are a African-American-owned business or aspire to be an entrepreneur, go to www.ladyj.co. That's Lady J, L-A-D-Y, letter J, dot C-O. All right, and sign up to become a member. All right, everything for your business you need right there. So as I always say before I end the show, after all of the hell you went through, the word through is an indication that you defeated the impossible too. New adversities will come, but overcoming them has already made you unstoppable. The favor over your life incomparable, which gives you the right to think and believe I'm possible. This is the Impossible Radio Show with your girl, Lady J. And stick and stay, stay tuned. Go like, follow, and share the Impossible Radio Show page and my um, public figure page, Jacque Merle. And... Stay tuned because later on today, I'll be making a big announcement on social media. All right. Love y'all. Deuces.